Welcome to Season 7 of Retrain Your Brain with me, Chartered Psychologist Dr. Audrey Tang. It's the show where being mentally healthy is not simply about just being able to cope, but also being able to thrive. And I'm going to give you the tools to get there. Although commonly attributed to Benjamin Franklin or George Vincent Hudson or William Willett, the change of clocks has seemingly traced back to 1916 Germany when they made the decision to move their clocks forward to save energy, with other governments following suit. Springing forward and falling back hasn't actually remained a popular behaviour, with 84% of Europeans polled preferring not to do it. For me, I guess it depends on whether you see it as losing an hour's sleep or gaining an hour's daylight, and I have to admit I used to see it as the former. The world is not set up for well-being. So you can set your own corner up to be. With busyness being a badge of honour, losing an hour can raise anxiety and an already disrupted sleep pattern can then take another knock if stress and worry come to call. So here are some things you can do if you're struggling with sleep and also if you're struggling with the extra daylight. Number one, have a wind down routine. Keep a glass of water by your bed. Keep a writing pad by your bed for when you wake up in the middle of the night and need to remember something. Then you can write it down. Try not to open your phone because the blue light won't help. And then you'll also get the urge to scroll through social media. Plan for the next day if you need to. For example, clothes, lunch, prep. Anything that you need to get you prepared the next day means you can sometimes spend that extra five minutes snoozing rather than panicking at the last minute. Stop drinking caffeinated drinks around six hours before bed and perhaps if you want to hydrate, have a chamomile tea or warm water or even warm milk. Sometimes people find exercising at night helps, other people don't. So heed your own body's response to whatever you try. And if you choose to exercise, it may be that a bath is more soothing for you than a shower unless a bath feels too long for you. You can hear how individual all of this is. Go to the toilet, set your alarm and come off social media or your smartphone around an hour before bed, perhaps leaving an out of office message if you need to. Number two, make sure your bedroom is comfortable. Small things like making sure that bedroom is well ventilated, dark enough and at a comfortable temperature will also help. And here's an extra working from home tip. If you are largely working from home, don't associate the bed with the adrenaline of work, nor work with the restful dreaming of sleep, try to move somewhere else when you're working. If you have hay fever or perhaps you own a cat, another tip might be to consider whether a mini fan or a dehumidifier unit may be preferable to having an open window upstairs. Number three, try simple breathing exercises in bed. Simple centered breathing, for example, breathing in for four, holding for two and out through the mouth for six, whilst listening to nature sounds or gentle music, or even a relaxation podcast could be the final step for that restful night. What you can also do whilst breathing is something known as an active reflection or active meditation, where in the safe space of your bed, whilst doing the breathing exercises, you focus on all the things that you've been through in the day, what went well, and what you can improve on tomorrow. Number four, as I said, exercise. Well, for some it helps, for others it doesn't. 
And as I say, if exercise in a bath rather than a shower works, give it a go, but stick to a routine that works for you. Personally, I feel better when I exercise in the morning, but that also helps me sleep well at night. Number five, adjust your light. On average, a person's internal body clock naturally rises and falls in energy within a 24 hour period. And this responds very well to light, especially natural light. If it's dark, our brain signals to release melatonin, which makes us sleepy. Hence why when a flight crosses time zones, the airplane lights are dimmed or brightened to get your body as adjusted as possible to your arrival time. When there's light, especially natural light, the melatonin stops. So it does mean if you wake easily with natural daylight outside, it can be difficult to return to sleep because your internal processes are signaling that it's time to wake up. So these are the things that you could do. You could have blackout curtains. You could even have a SAD lamp, an SAD seasonal affective disorder lamp, which simulates daylight. And what that can do is some of them are there to rise in the way the sun does as an alarm clock or simply you might wish to use it at night as it gets dark. Light is not the only issue that can affect your ability to sleep however, although sometimes it's the first element to consider when changing a sleep pattern. It can simply be that your body has had trouble adjusting because your preferred circadian rhythm is between 24 and 26 hours. For some, it's not just the 24 hour clock. Some of us function better if only we had those extra two hours in the day. So think about what your circadian rhythm is. Think about whether you're a morning person or an evening person and try to adjust what you do to fit within that. Being sleep deprived can result in irritability, an inability to think rationally, as well as a lowered immune system. And this can have collateral damage in the context of work and relationships. Sleep is also your body's opportunity to repair and it plays a role in regulating the production of hormones for health. If you don't get enough sleep, you may produce more ghrelin, which is the hormone that signals hunger. However, if you sleep an amount that's appropriate for you, you produce less ghrelin and more leptin, which suppresses hunger. And further, if you're not sleepy, you've got a greater capacity to make healthier choices because our willpower is stronger and we tend to be more focused. We also have a tendency towards biophilia and attraction to nature. And that of course means that when we have that extra hour, that extra time within the sun, it's lovely because we've got more time to enjoy daylight and nature. The story goes that in 1915, William Willett was so avid a campaigner to move the clocks forward because he wanted more daylight for his after work golf game. And maybe he had the right idea. That extra hour means longer evenings and more time in that daylight and therefore more opportunity to enjoy being outside with friends. Being in the sunlight produces more vitamin D that boosts our immune system, makes us feel brighter and we're more likely to have fun doing it too. Researchers have even found that when it comes to nature, there are better recovery rates when patients see trees from hospital beds. In nature, we seem to have an improved short-term memory. There's a reduction in the symptoms of stress and depression and fresh air helps the lungs clear. Simply being out in nature is a GP recommended pursuit. It's known as forest bathing. Also being outdoors together, even right now at social distance, it's a great way to reconnect with each other and the community. So how can you enjoy more daylight? Well, try some gardening. 
that helps with dexterity. You get to create a whole view of colour, perhaps even grow your own food. And it might even be a great way to teach patience and nurturing to young ones too. Get out with friends and family or just on your own. Go for that walk, breathe deeply, listen to the birds, feel the textures of nature. A quick, mindful walk around the block will clear your mind to better concentrate on whatever you need to when you return to your desk. Take some photos and brighten your laptop, phone or room with a sunny screensaver. Pictures of a beautiful place or sunny climate often give us a quick reminder of happy times and memories, and this can release oxytocin. It generates the same warmth and relaxation even if the wind is beating at the window. Humans are quickly moved by imagery, and so having photos of the places you love, which bring back those memories of the people you love, can reinforce those feelings of affection too. Keep evergreens, fresh fruit, flowers, or greenery. Pine smells great, and researchers at Kyoto University in Japan found that healthy volunteers who stroll through a pine forest for 15 minutes a day reported more positive ratings on a mood scale compared to those who didn't. Keeping fresh flowers, plants, and colorful fruits will also brighten your environment, and those fruits will keep your last weeks of lockdown snacking healthy and try something new outside. On a bright day, go for a walk, maybe take a new path. Enjoy the new experiences, the sensation of the sun, the breeze, the new smells or sounds, and even see who you meet on your new adventure. Or perhaps join a class or try a new hobby. You might discover new skills or find an outlet for your inner diva, or perhaps some interesting people to bounce ideas with. And best of all, as an adult, remember, you can choose to leave if you don't like it. And that's all we have time for today. But you can continue your wellness journey with my YouTube channel, Dr. Audrey Tang, Tools to Thrive, or with my books and articles on my website, www.draudreyt.com, or tune in to NLive Radio 106.9 FM on Tuesday nights at 9pm for the Wellbeing Lounge. <laughs>